Hello and welcome to Creative Lives, the Lecture in Progress podcast. Lecture in Progress is an online resource that inspires and informs the next generation of talent by providing practical advice and insight into the creative industry. This podcast series features a broad range of people talking about what they do and how they got to where they are. This week's podcast was recorded at the recent ModMag London event, a one-day editorial conference created by magazine store and editorial design resource MagCulture. Over the next few weeks, we'll be sharing conversations with speakers from the day as they discuss their start in the world of editorial, thoughts on what makes for a great magazine, and advice for others wanting to get into the same line of work. We kick off with this week's guest, Rod Stanley. Hi, I'm Roderick Stanley, and I've just presented uh, Good Trouble magazine, which is a two-year-old publication looking at protest and activism through the lens of art and culture. Currently based in New York, but originally from the UK, Rod is a writer and creative director and is also the editor of Good Trouble. Starting out in 2016 as a blog combining creativity and protest, Good Trouble has since developed into a print edition with its second and most recent issue featuring radical figures such as immigration rights activist Ravi Ragbir, accompanied by a pullout featuring exclusive work by artists including Wolfgang Tillmans. In print, Good Trouble takes the form of a broadsheet newspaper designed by creative director Richard Turley. It's a massive, full broadsheet newspaper, mostly black and white, with one accent colour, the latest issue in a kind of lovely pinky red. But uh, this, the size of it, it's like full broadsheet, kind of old school telegraph before all the kind of broadsheet newspapers reduced down in size. Richard is a fantastic, a very talented and very experienced designer and you know he's responsible for the look and feel of Good Trouble. Between the two of us we obviously have conversations and collaborate on you know the direction we want it to go and the challenge is whatever the publication is you want the design, the look, the feel to support what it is you're trying to say and in Good Trouble's case it's a quite intense, hectic, overlapping, multi-layered approach which fits the stories, the interviews, the tone, the sort of mixture between quite sort of gritty political content, hopefully tempered with a slightly absurdist sense of humour. And, you know, I think that the design and the content work well together in that respect. Formerly the editor of Dazed and Confused magazine in London, Rod tells us that when he first started Good Trouble... He hadn't worked in publishing for a few years. Uh, I used to work in publishing for quite a long time. I was the editor of Dazed and Confused for seven years between 2005 and 2012. I'd worked at and written for a number of other publications. I still do some freelance writing. I write for The Times from time to time, doing celebrity interviews mostly, like Scarlett Johansson or... Michael Sheen, people like that, when I'm in New York. But mostly I hadn't worked in publishing for six years until launching Good Trouble two years ago. Rod's reputation for producing brilliant content and features with titles like Dazed led to a much broader range of writing-based work for brands and campaigns. This includes his former role as head of brand messaging at Mac Cosmetics. Now working for himself... And with Good Trouble only making up a small part of his work day to day, we asked Rod to describe his journey so far. I studied English literature with media studies at Sussex University in the late 90s. A few years working in various jobs, children's computer games. And from there I kind of drifted into writing more and more. And uh, I worked on some friends who were the sort of DIY 
a website all about nightlife and clubs, music, DJs in London, and sort of around about the early 2000s. And from there, I got approached to work for a, like a music startup website, which lasted for a few years. And I sort of became a, like a section editor on there, doing like music news and short news pieces and interviews, writing for magazines. After that, The Face, Sleaze Nation, Dazed and Confused. And I became more and more involved with Dazed and Confused, writing more features, working on some kind of a brand collaboration project, I guess, as a sort of special projects editor that I'd get called in from time to time. And from there, the editorship came up in 2005. I applied for it and interviewed for it. And I became editor. So I stayed there from 2005 through to 2012. Yeah, that's when I left and uh, moved to New York. I got offered a job there. I'd been editing Dazed for seven years and felt it was you know, the right time to kind of move on. I was interested in looking elsewhere other than publishing and spent quite a long time in it. And I was uh, approached by a brand, uh, Mac, Mac Cosmetics, uh, to come in-house with their creative team and work on content, copy, messaging, uh, as they put it, for, you know, for, for, for the entire brand. And that was, uh, that was based in New York. And uh, it was a, seemed like a great opportunity. And with my family at the time, they offered to relocate us to New York. So... I said yes. With experience in many different editorial roles, we asked Rod what tips he'd give someone wanting to get into a similar line of work. I would just suggest, you know, staying true to yourself and working on the kind of work that you want to do and having faith that it will lead to something else. And if you're good and, you know, hopefully you hard work and, you know, you get lucky. Um, be realistic. You know, a lot of this is down to being kind of, you know, in the right place at the right time, or having a conversation with someone, and you know, being able to chase that and see that it that it leads to something else, and being politely persistent, and you know, not rushing things. I guess waiting for A to B to take you to C. I think there's a lot of different ways that publishing and quote unquote content can exist in this world, and a lot of that because of the way things have changed is less advertiser-supported and is much more focused on collaborations by brands or indeed brands creating their own content. And, you know, I think views have changed about that a lot over the last years. I mean, my personal view, I don't see any reason why, for example, you know, a, a magazine or a website or a film created by a brand should be any less good or exciting than something that's produced by people that are relying on advertiser money to fund it. You know, there are, it's obviously different models and I think you have to be careful about how it all works, but that's true of everything. We also got Rod to share his advice for anyone wanting to start their own publication, including ways to make it stand out and what he thinks makes for a great story, plus the ways that emerging creatives can get involved with publications like Good Trouble. It's hard work, you know, you've got, you've, you've got to spend the time and you've got to have a great network of great writers and creative people who are out there finding the stories, bringing them to you. Hopefully it's something that hasn't been seen before or if it has been seen before, you've got a unique or fresh angle or a fresh take or access that no one else has. Yeah, it's a lot of legwork and it's a lot of digging and pushing and pushing and I guess just always trying to make something better than it is, you know, and never being finished. You know, you're looking at that feature and thinking, okay, that's fine, but how can we improve it, you know, right up until print deadline? Money is probably the obvious one. Don't overcommit. It's a tough space to 
make a living in, uh, certainly independent publishing. My position and with good trouble is it's good that it can kind of break even, that we can pay contributors, we can give some money to charity, that we can make a modest profit that we can then put into the next issue. But if this were my full-time occupation, it would not work. That's not to say that it can't be done, but I think it's 2018 and publishing is a difficult environment. Uh, it's not to say you can't you know, create something from the ground up uh, and make a living out of it, but it's difficult and I think you've got to be eyes open and be realistic about it and think, don't max out all your credit cards, which is obviously a tempting thing to do because you can get creatively excited about something and you want as many people to see it as possible. So yeah, just be careful. I guess that's the advice. I mean, Good Trouble is pretty new. You know, we've only done two issues. There, there are people who have got in touch out of the blue who like it, are inspired by it. And, you know, an example is a young German photographer, uh, Roman Kutzewitz, who got in touch and just had all these photos of a uh, mass action in the open-cast coal mines in rural Germany, which are a huge CO2 emitter. And he had this kind of photo story of the protest there and was like, you know, would we be interested in publishing it? So I was like, yeah, these are great. We published the story. And then actually in this second issue, he got back in touch and you know he'd done this story about a DIY migrant rescue boat in the Mediterranean and they're just fantastic pictures i've never met him i don't really know much about him you know i think his work is really interesting and yeah i guess that there's other people like that who've come to us and are you know interested in telling their stories or getting involved or you know want to use the platform to showcase their work and obviously just take it all as it comes and some of it's great some of it less so and you know that's that's the reality of any any magazine um but yes there are there are lots of people and you know young more established all, all across the board this episode of creative lives was brought to you by lecture in progress in conjunction with mag culture's mod mag london it was presented by me indy davis and the guest was roderick stanley the editor was Ivor Manley. Lecture in Progress is made possible with the support of a number of brand partners. They include Us Do, Google, Sky Creative Agency, GF Smith, and the Paul Smith Foundation. For more information, check out lectureinprogress.com.